0: 5 Stripe Weekly. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. Welcome to another episode of 5 Stripe Weekly. And Atlanta United have been off since the Leaks Cup crash out, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean the news stops for Atlanta United. And yeah, it has uh, been a... Uh, Dreary time a little bit, but LA United have been getting ready to resume MLS play by scrimmaging St. Louis City SC. Uh, They played a closed-door scrimmage at the LA United training grounds on Saturday, and they played it to a purported 3-3 draw. Uh, Apparently, the new boy Shonda Silva played as well, and he had two assists. So definitely great to see that and hear about that. But uh, yeah, not much else, unfortunately, is known about that closed-door scrimmage. But uh, what seems to be a uh, budding partnership a little bit in terms of at least LA United and St. Louis City, uh, of course, we played them in the preseason. We also did some business in the transfer window with them. We acquired a 2023 international roster spot from uh, St. Louis City SC in exchange for $100,000 in 2024 GAM. So, uh, yeah, you know, they didn't obviously need the international roster spot, but we did for uh, the new boys that have come in. And those new boys, of course, Saba Labjanidze, who's going to wear number nine, actually and Shonda Silva will wear number 16, and the, of course, last but not least, Jamal Tiare, he will wear number 29, but, yeah, LA United, uh, reportedly are hoping Saba Lapsanice will get here this week, and if he does, he will likely be available for Sunday, uh, yeah, the player has been staying fit in his home country, or at least, uh, pretty much where he's training at least, uh, anyway, maybe in Turkey, but uh, yeah, he's been rocking the Steph Curry, uh, you know, NBA jersey for, uh, you know, the Golden State Warriors, but yes, uh, he has been uh, getting it in and looks like he's uh, a bit ready for uh, play this weekend if, you uh, You know, he can to make a debut for Atlanta United. But uh, T.R.A. apparently, according to Doug Roberson, may be available next week. So uh, not everybody quite yet. But of course, we only have about 10 games left. So T.R.A. might only be available for nine games at this point. But uh, anyway, so uh, moving on from that, Atlanta United, the third kit has been leaked by Goody Mob. Of all things, uh, there was, of course, the allusion to, uh, yeah, in the Cabbage Town, Croc Street Tunnel, that uh, it could be maybe ATLians-themed, Outcast themed and Goody Mob apparently played uh, this weekend, and they wore the kit, and they posted it on social media, so it's pretty much like a straight-up reveal, essentially, but uh, yeah, it's a bit divisive for a lot of people. Uh, the Atlanta United in kind of Atlans font a little bit, uh, big bubble letters, kind of graffiti letters, uh, kind of adorn the front and the back a little bit, apparently. But uh, yeah, very very interesting. Uh, I am a huge fan of Outcast, as my, many of you might know. But uh, yeah, this one, this one's tough. I think I it's growing on me. It's not an absolute banger, but uh, I can see where they're going with this. But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to take a little bit of accustoming, getting uh, used to this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you saw kind of a hip-hop one for New York Red Bulls. I mean, uh, of course, the Jimi Hendrix one for Seattle Sounders. That uh, has kind of been the M.O. for MLS is to marry some... Uh, Music culture and the kit a little bit together. So, I mean, yeah, the collab, I'm all for the execution. um, The jury's still out. So, but what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. Uh, Really? Yeah, I'm curious, man. But uh, yeah, moving on to some transfer news. Allen United, they have permanently transferred Marcelino Moreno to Corotiba uh, FC in Brazil. Uh, he had been on loan uh, since January, and the club exercised the option to permanently transfer him this summer. So, uh, yeah, it was retroactive to July 15th. But uh, yeah, Moreno, thank you everything for uh, what you've done for the club. Uh, definitely, kind of got the short end of the stick there a little bit because uh, I think he uh, was maligned a little bit, but ultimately, you know, maybe not as bad of a player as some. Uh, made him out to be. But uh, Eric Lopez as well, he has been, uh, it was a mutually uh, terminated uh, contract. So yeah, Eric Lopez is no longer a five stripe. And uh, yeah, that seems to be the difficulty, at least with uh, Eric Lopez, has been moving him pretty much nigh impossible, at least in MLS, because We paid so much for him, and he's a U22 player as well. It just uh, made a lot of sense where a lot of clubs probably just weren't able to accommodate someone like him on their roster. So, uh, unfortunately, yeah, his contract has been terminated, and yeah, uh, we wish him the best. But, on to a big transfer rumor in terms of Thiago Almada. Uh, According to Cesar Luis Merlo, he has been linked to La Liga club de Almeria and uh, yeah uh, that club is uh, a club that uh, pretty much just got promoted but uh, it is a club that uh, it'd be interesting if he went to if uh, Almada went to this side but uh, apparently according to Gaston Adul, uh, Almeria offered 10 million for half of the rights of Almada's Uh, and add-ons if he hits certain targets. But uh, it was outright rejected by LA United, but they reportedly will improve their offer and go back in for him. So, fascinating indeed. Almada to La Liga. I think it's a good league to go to for him. Uh, Now, the difficulty I see is maybe going to a relegation fodder type of club because obviously... Yeah, he probably wants to be able to be at a stable club uh, that maybe doesn't have to... uh, Yeah, he doesn't have to have a a relegation clause if they do get relegated. But uh, Almada to Almiria, what do you guys think? Is that something that you think would happen? Uh, You know, obviously it's outside of the transfer window a little bit now. I mean, we could uh, still make a move... Uh, outside of, you know, uh, selling him. But I think that's the thing. It's a little too late. I Obviously, we can't bring anybody in. I don't think uh, he would go in this transfer window in Europe. But what do you guys think? Is that a possibility? Uh, another player of ours that has been linked with a move away has been Miles Robinson. And Rick Elfrink reported that PSV, DeVise side are among clubs interested in the U.S. Men's National Team Center back. And, of course, Robinson's contract with L.A. United expires this winter, and he could be signed as a free agent in January. There is, of course, a contract on the table for Miles Robinson, but unfortunately he has not signed yet, so uh, that is the case at the moment. But, yes, uh, so moving on from that, uh, L.A. United... They've uh, loaned defender Aiden McFadden to Memphis 901 FC. Uh, Pretty much LA United 2, pretty much at this point because of all the former LA United players there. But uh, yeah, for the remainder of the 2023 season, he will be a Memphis 901 player. So best of luck to Aiden McFadden. But uh, last bit of news and LA United United 2 have been having a rough go of it, unfortunately, at uh, this juncture, and uh, yeah, uh, they had uh, a match this past weekend, and yeah, it is uh, not been kind in terms of the results, but uh, yeah, ultimately, uh, in terms of the past match, they played New England Revolution, they lost 5 1, but uh, yeah. Nick Fermito had a little bit of a homecoming there as uh, he is from that area. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah, recently not been the best run of results. But, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, the next ones coming up will be a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, that pretty much does it for the news and that gets us to the mailbag, and this week, uh, we're bringing it back, and uh, yeah, we're uh, yeah going to probably do some of these more often, and uh, definitely, uh, there's some allusion to some future things that we will be doing with our Patreon and uh, mailbag, Uh, participants, especially if you're a Patreon member, you will have your questions answered first, but uh, just uh, some teases to what we might be doing in the future for Patreon, but uh, yes, in terms of the questions uh, from the mailbag, and you guys send in these questions via IG story, please continue to do so, and we might answer your question in the future, but uh, yeah, so first question comes from Be Real Q18. With the re, uh, Will the recent signings for LA United bounce the team back from being low in the standings? I think, uh, yeah, the additions of Shonda Silva, of Saba Labzanice, and Tiara uh, Tiare, Jamal Tiare, uh, yeah, they're all in attack, obviously, and. Uh, it's something that uh, I think we needed some experience on the wings in uh, Backup Striker. It uh, Yeah, we've looked a little bit toothless at times. And so it is uh, something that I think uh, with some of the players that are kind of underperforming and Derek Etienne Jr., uh, sort of uh, kind of unknown quantity in Edwin Mascara. I think uh, having some guys that are a little bit more, I guess, Worldly, uh, in terms of their experience, will help. So, I think uh, we'll receive a little bit of a bounce here. Uh, Yeah, hopefully, yeah, we'll be a little bit more of a fortress at home. But, Uh, yeah, and similarly, Matteo Andante, uh, which of the new signings will have the most impact in the remaining games this season? I think uh, if you bring in a designated player in Saba Lapsanice, I would think that he would be the player that's uh yeah you put most stock in probably being able to make the biggest impact uh and of course uh yeah uh, there's the sights of him maybe being bought down but still at this juncture he is a dp so lobson needs I think is the player that's uh you'd expect more from and so hopefully he can make that bigger impact that we do need but uh, next question comes from I'm Mike Coleman or I Mike Coleman with Atlanta United no longer the hot team in the MLS. What does the team need to do to be relevant? Uh, that's a big, big question, obviously. And uh, yeah, uh, much higher pay grade of people uh, are paid to figure that out. Obviously, in terms of Garth Lagaway, he is the man to be able to do that. Uh, but I think building trust back with the fans because there is I think that's the biggest thing Uh, there's been a lot of trust lost recently and I think it leads perfectly into our next question which is uh, also from uh, I Mike Coleman how does Bocas still have a gig Uh, yeah that's a very very good question because yeah there's been a lot where uh, he's let a lot to be desired a bit for sure Uh, but I think ultimately, you know, he's just a a guy who's got a really long leash somehow. And, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if he uh, knows some secrets from Arthur Blank. Kidding aside, man, it's, who knows how, but, uh, yeah, it's been overdue for quite some time now. And, uh, yes, he does hit on some of the transfers. We always wish that he... Uh, can do well in terms of you know his recruitment but i mean it's been very hit or miss and uh yeah the way some players are treated on the exit door as well i mean i think we can find better so but uh yeah uh next question uh brian hung fan he asks, are alienated uh or will Atlanta United make the playoffs this year Currently, we are in a playoff spot in seventh, uh, and yeah, we do have a lot to have to stay here in a playoff spot, but uh, I think we make a playoff spot. Whether it's a home playoff spot, that is the really, really big question. But uh, yeah, in terms of uh, next question uh, and last question uh, from AS Bonilla 10 should Pineda get sacked if the team continues to perform poorly? I think we're gonna probably see him finish the season with LA United. I mean, he's definitely a uh, a coach that has the backing of the front office and uh, you know some of the fans. I think that uh, yeah, you don't back him in the transfer window uh, to just sack him unless he you know goes winless for you know. Uh, pretty much 10 games or maybe even five games. I mean, uh, it'll be very interesting, I think, uh, to see, um, you know, how long that leash is as well. But I think, uh, yeah, he should probably last the season uh, until at the very least at the end of 2023. But uh, that was the mailbag. And, uh, yes, remember, to uh, when we... Uh, Put those out there in terms of the question to uh, get your questions in and we will be happy to answer your questions. But uh, yeah. Uh, Let's get into the match preview, and we will be playing the Seattle Sounders, and we have a very special guest. And so, welcome to the preview, Shaw Yan. It's uh, great to have you. Uh, He's, of course, from uh, Next Generation Football and, of course, Rave Green TV. Welcome to the
1: episode. Well, HK, thank you so much, and to all the Atlanta United fans that are here, uh, I greet you, and I'm excited to talk about this game.
0: Indeed, indeed. So uh, yeah, Seattle Sounders uh, on Sunday. It's gonna be a tough one. Uh, yeah, us on the road. It is dire normally, but uh, there are some encouraging signs from Seattle Sounders that uh, might bode well for this match, make it more competitive than we actually thought. But uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of your feelings before this game, what are you? Uh, what are you feeling?
1: Yeah. So recent. Uh, Atlanta United and Seattle's kind of, I mean, obviously, both of us are on the other sides of the conferences, so we don't really play that often. But there's a lot of similarities between these two teams, especially, I mean, we're both teams that in our expansion seasons, I mean, had a great fan base going into it and just really hit the ground running. And going into this match, the last time these two teams met, Atlanta got their first ever win against Seattle. Big shout out to Gootman. I was at that match and Gootman gooted the Sounders. I mean, no, no pun intended, but he did it. And uh, Gonzalo Pineda, I mean, technically, he's undefeated against the Sounders in his uh, tenure with Atlanta United as a former Sounders player and assistant coach. Going into this match, I'm a little worried. Uh, I know Atlanta United and Seattle, in my eyes, kind of are in a similar spot. In uh, the conference, I know the West is a little bit has fallen a little bit short compared to the East. The East definitely there's a lot more teams on the top. There's a bit of a a gap, but in the West it's a lot more condenser. And going into this match, I mean, just like for you guys, it's a must win for us. I mean, we have four wins in 18 matches. We have been struggling quite a bit. We both had terrible Leagues Cup campaigns. I think Seattle's worse than Atlanta's. Not by a lot, but just marginally. Because at least Atlanta had a shot in penalties. Seattle didn't even get that close. And so going into this match, it has to be three points. Do I think we'll get three points? I'm kind of 50-50 on it. And uh, I don't we'll, know. I'm we'll get very there. confident going into this match.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll get there in terms of the score prediction. But... I mean, definitely. That's uh, yeah. You you talked us up a little bit more, which uh, I appreciate that. Uh, check out our version on uh, uh channel, of course, as well. Uh, we kind of talk up Seattle a little bit too, because yeah, we both kind of feel a certain way I think about our clubs right now. They're they're not in the best form, and uh, yeah, it's the business end of the season. Ten games left for us. How many games do you guys have left? Uh,
1: I believe ten games as well.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, not a lot of games to really do a lot. Really just hold place, probably. And, uh, yeah, so it's going to be a battle for sure uh, at Lumen Field. But uh, I think what's going to be interesting is I think the the danger men for you guys might be (laughs) a little bit different from what I would say. But uh, who would you say you have faith in to at least maybe... You know do some things against us uh, whether it's scoring or at least bossing the game
1: you know when I think about players that have made a difference for us this season there hasn't been many obviously Jordan Morris had a purple patch early on in the season Uh, defensively you know honestly I think it might be our defense but you know one guy that scored maybe one of the best goals and the only win I believe Seattle has against Atlanta United is Raul Rui Diaz and he has not kicked on well so far this season. He's already suffered two injuries. He's been out for the majority of this season. Only has, I think, three to four goals. But he does sometimes come up in the big games, and maybe, hey, this could be the opportunity where uh, he makes something happen. I mean, maybe as well, Liao Chu. He's been a guy that's been on form. At least out of all of our players, he's been the most consistent. I don't think he's our necessarily our best player. I still think that's Stephen Fry, but he, offensively, he's been our most consistent getting goals getting some getting more than goals and so i'd say it's between i'll give it to rui diaz but i think liao chu might be the main guy and the main danger man for Atlanta united in this match but if you do shut out liao chu which it's teams have fairly somewhat easily done and rui diaz i mean it hasn't been the same guy i think atlanta united shouldn't have much issues uh, locking this offense down for Seattle because it has not been that inspiring this season.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean we do yeah, we do have someone that is a pretty big inspiration uh, in Tiago Amada, but beyond him, uh yeah, Yorgos Yakumakis, of course, uh, you know, has uh ten games or ten goals and seventeen games, but the issue is he hasn't scored recently. Uh, yeah, he kinda needs a little bit of a kind of confidence boost a bit and so yeah i mean unfortunately which it seems I, would, like...
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he scores in this game i mean if he needs confidence seattle's a team <laughs> that gives teams confidence this season
0: yeah i mean it seems that way uh yeah yeah you were saying in your episode uh which teams kind of have felt a little bit of a boost from you guys austin fc Was anybody else? Was it? Uh, yeah, it was. like- Oh, sorry, Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas City. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's one of those where, yeah, we would love that absolutely. Uh, the fact that you said this was like a big game, uh, that also I think uh, puts a little like warm and fuzzy in my heart a little bit, which is good. But uh, do I honestly feel like uh, this is a big game? Man, I don't know. Like, I think uh, this is a uh, this is one of those things where. It's a, a couple of clubs that aren't at the place that they should be. And, uh, you know, maybe this is the marker. You know, this is like that, that match that can, uh, that can be that, uh, that whatever word, that, that, that boost, that, uh, you know, that run up to really do well in the, uh, the latter half of the season. So, you know, uh, it will be a scalp. For us, if we can uh, can do that, because on the road, like I said, it's dire. So uh, there's not confidence from both ends, it seems. But uh, I think we should definitely at least know kind of like what's uh what's the attack for you guys in terms of like you know in your starting eleven. Like, do you feel like uh, the the guys that are going to start are going to be you know someone that can make a difference um, you know because Rui Diaz obviously you said he's been in and out injured like uh, do you think he's even going to start
1: yeah I think we're going to see I, I would honestly guess look at Seattle's last two leagues cup games against Ralph Salt Lake and uh, uh Monterey, we're probably gonna play pretty much the exact same lineup. I mean I can probably name you guys the lineup that Seattle will play. Uh, it'll probably be Stefan Frying, goal, Yamar, Jackson Reagan as the two center backs, Alex Rodon right back, Nuhu, who left back, Obert Vargas, Jao Paulo DM, or maybe Rusnak at DM either Rusnak at the 10, or Nico at the 10, and then Boris out right, Leao Chu out left, and then Rui Diaz up top. I mean, there just isn't any other options for the Sounders in, in this lineup. I mean, our squad outside of our starting 11, it just, it just the drop-off is insane, and we just know Brian's not going to play any different formation. He hasn't pretty much all season, and I don't think it's going to change in this game, especially playing at home. I think he wants to be on the emphasis on the attack, so I think we're probably going to see something... St- Somewhat like that, pretty much like our Leagues Cup uh, lineups. Mm-hmm. And
0: that's really fascinating that you guys will uh, yeah, try to be on the attack. I think, uh, you know, obviously Gonzalo Pineda, having been a former assistant coach, uh, you know, he knows probably you guys' tactics pretty well, I would assume. And uh, at least it'll be a little bit different this season. Obviously, he can tell that it's a little bit depressed in terms of the attack, but uh, he'll still know probably the tendencies of you guys' players. And, uh, yeah, for us, I mean, I think it will be fascinating if we continue with uh, our three-man back line that we have been. Um, In which case, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if we need that many center backs for Raul Rui Diaz, honestly. I mean, Jordan Morris, I mean, if uh, if he does play, that might be something that, yeah. You know, that tandem for you guys, you're not really sold, right? I mean, it's like them two haven't really been uh, that, uh, they've been a little toothless, yeah, one, one could say, but.
1: Uh. I would say it's more of a, it's more of Liao Chu to Jordan Morris. We've seen a little bit of a connection there, but it's not very calm. I mean, it was very like very hot in the beginning of the season. When you think about the game against Sporting Kansas City, Liao Chu got three assists, Jordan Morris got four goals. And you know, it kind of was like one goal, one assist, and like another game later, and then kind of just started petering out as time went on. And we did see it in the game against Monterey. I mean, Liao Chu steals the ball, plays it to Jordan Morris. I mean, it could still be there, but it's, it, it's not been consistent. So I couldn't tell you for sure if it's going to happen or not.
0: Yeah. So a little bit, maybe where the, uh, the league found you guys out a little bit, but I mean, still it, uh, I think uh, if anything, then that, I think, uh, reassures a little bit for me, because I'll opinionate that. Okay. He's got at least, uh, maybe that knowledge of that, but I think, uh, he's also one that's stuck in his ways, just like Smetzer. So I think he's probably going to go with a three-man back line, even though uh, it might be a little useless, Uh, maybe needless possibly, but, um, you know, I think it's going to be Robinson. It's going to be, uh, Abram. It's going to be Purata, uh, in that back line there, Lennon and, uh, and Wiley as the wing backs, And then uh, the two-man midfield of probably Sadic and Almada. With uh, Yorgos Yakomakis up top and uh, on the wings. That's probably the question. Who's going to start? We have some new boys. Uh, yeah, Shonda Silva could be making his debut against you guys. And uh, who doesn't love a debut goal? So... <laughs> We uh, we would love that.
1: I, I I won't like a debut goal. I don't yeah. want to see yeah. one.
0: <laughs> for sure, for sure. But uh, every Atlanta United fan, I'm sure, would love that. And then, uh, yeah, that uh that winger on the right probably will be... Whew, uh, it could be a, a number of, of players, but uh, it kind of depends on what we need. And it would kind of depend, I think, on how we are wanting to play here if we're trying to impose ourselves, which... That's usually been the problem. Uh, Panetta's tried to impose himself on the road, and it's just uh, not a good idea. And, uh, so I think uh, Machopcho might be someone that uh, could help things and kind of playing along a little bit uh, with Yorgos Yakumakis as well. Kind of uh, two targets to, uh, to hit. But we'll see, of course. But, uh, yes, the score prediction, I think, is the key here. Cheyenne, what do you think?
1: You know, I, as much as uh, Jakos Makis hasn't been uh, been kind of firing for you guys, he still scares me. I remember when you guys made that signing, you know, buying the big Greek striker from Celtic. I was like, this is a very ambitious signing from Atlantic United, and obviously he hit the ground running. Recently he's been on a small dry spell, but him... Tiago Almada I, I said it in my preview. Don't, don't give away any silly free kicks because we've seen it this season. Don't give away any silly set pieces. Cause Tiago Mada will make you will punish you for that. And as well, I mean, your guys' wing backs, Wiley, Lennon, I mean, they can be lethal. They could be sometimes arguably your guys' best offensive uh, outlets is the wingback. the wing back. So, you know, I don't I don't think necessarily playing three back is more so for Gonzo Pineda to play more defensively, but overload Seattle on those wings, having more options, getting more fouls, getting more set pieces. And you know, that's playing to your guys' team strengths from my eyes. Again, I don't watch every single Atlanta United game, but there has been some things I've been impressed with you guys about. Obviously, I think our seasons have been kind of similar. I think both of us would take a draw, but I don't think I'd even be satisfied with a draw. I think both of us, Atlanta and Seattle, we desperately need a win. We're both going to be fighting for a higher spot in the playoffs or even maybe even a playoff spot because don't let fourth place fool you with Seattle. I think they're only like three points off of being in like seventh place. So easily one or two more losses. We slide right down to the standings. And for Atlanta, you know, it's kind of a dogfight for those like fourth to Eighth place spots. I mean, I'd maybe say seventh. So score prediction for me. I Want to be positive. I Think this game might be a boring nil-nil draw. I think I'm gonna go nil-nil. We've seen it happen many times I mean, that's the that's the highest statistical rate between the two teams. Uh, I Believe Seattle has one or two wins and Atlanta has one win and it's like four or five draws So I'm just gonna go with a, a nil-nil draw in this game.
0: Ugh. Yeah, uh, on a Sunday night, uh, I mean, you guys, you're used to that time, so, you know, lucky you, but staying up late, man, I don't know, like, I need some goals, I need some entertainment, uh, otherwise I'm gonna fall asleep, so, uh, yeah, I think 2-2 is gonna be, uh, the, I don't know who's gonna score, but, uh, I think, I think I know for us, I mean, we have some moments of Magic, but, oh, man. Yeah, 2-2 I think is my uh, my prediction, but hopefully it is nothing like yours because <laughs> that sounds drab, that sounds painful. Unless uh that's the I most I think excited. Seattle would be
1: lucky. I think Seattle would be lucky to get two goals. I just don't I just don't see we don't score that many goals honestly this season. I mean, there are the rare games where we score a bunch of goals, but it's not super common especially recently. So, yeah. two goals might be a bit of a stretch. One I think I could see it.
0: But luckily for you, we are also one of the uh, teams that concedes the most in the league. So, yeah, we also score the most. So, you know, it's also uh, (laughs) it's a very likely, I think, scoreline, at least for our games, maybe for your games. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the battle of the frame. Like, what's our (laughs) what's our actual, uh, you know, game state going to be? I feel like, yeah, really, I don't want what you're talking about just for neutral sake <laughs> like I care about the neutrals but <laughs> but anyway uh yeah Cheyenne thank you so much for coming on let the good people know where to find you
1: Uh boys and girls if you care for Seattle content uh more than welcome to come over AJ it was on as well for our preview on Rave Green TV so if you guys want I let him United going into this match so if you guys want want to watch another preview if you just are that into this fixture that's coming up come watch it on our channel if you love all things mls leagues cup uh asian football as well more specifically the iranian national team come watch me on my bigger and probably my main channel next generation football where i talk about the mls asian football iranian national team so if you guys are interested in that as well you can check me out over there but appreciate Atlanta. I mean, I loved your guys' stadium when I was there. Uh, Loved the fans. So, you know, hopefully you guys come out in stride in Seattle. And if I see any of you guys, I'll welcome you wholeheartedly for this match. But, yeah, best of luck to Atlanta. And, AJ, as always, I appreciate you having me on.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Yes, top man. And uh, definitely check out his channels. They are really great stuff. So, uh, But, yeah, uh, indeed, uh, thank you so much. And, yeah, we will see how it plays out. And that was Cheyenne of Next Generation Football and Rave Green TV. And, yeah, a correction that I want to put into my lineup, I think Muyamba uh, starts over Chol. So uh, Almada might be uh, kind of the guy maybe on the wing or, uh, you know, kind of uh, up top in a two. But it'll be very interesting to see uh, where some of the uh, the new boys play. If it's Silva and Almada on the wings, Uh, Kind of just roaming and uh, not really having a specific spot. I think that would be very, very interesting. Or if we uh, eschew the three-man backline completely. But we will find out. But uh, yeah, that pretty much does it for the episode except for the question of the day. And I think uh, I'm going to pose that question to you guys. At this juncture, do you think we can make the playoffs? Let us know in the comments below. Looking forward to what you have to see. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already, share this episode, and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.